no, no. The wrong thing going on. All right. All right. What's up, everybody? It's KV. Technical difficulties, KV. Why would it be any other way to start the year? Of course, I'm going to be madness. Uh, good to be here. Last live stream of the year. Super stoked to see you all. Glad you're here. You know what the deal is. This is our weekly rock and metal news show. Doing the damn thing. As we always do from the HQ in San Francisco, my home. Hope everybody's good. Hope everybody had a restful and peaceful, enjoyable holiday, if that's your kind of thing. Uh, I got two camera views going, so straight on and right at y'all. Um, as usual, we will answer any questions you might have, so feel free to ask away. I'll try to monitor them. Uh, we appreciate a super thanks, a super chat, a donation of any kind. And uh, let me know on Instagram, especially if you all can hear me, because we're using a new technical thing here. Hopefully, you can see the actual full stream view this time. I would really like that to be the case. But we're around. Piercing Metal just joined on Instagram. What's up, Ken? Let me know if you uh, see the whole uh, shot of my room and not just my body. Um, we, we added – StreamYard added Instagram finally to <laughs> – their thing, but it's kind of like a convoluted process to get it to work. Looks like some of y'all are here. I appreciate you all. And uh, happy holidays once again, if that's your kind of thing. If it's not your kind of thing and you don't enjoy this shit at all, I understand. It's not for everybody. So I'm going to pop me some seltzer and we're going to get on with the show. There we go. The correct angle. Sooner or later, we'll get it right. Sooner or later, we'll write it. Oh, the sound is super clear. Yeah, I uh, jacked my uh, volume up on my awesome podcast mic a little. So feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty smurfy. It's been a rough couple of days. I don't love the holidays, but I'm hoping everybody out there is great. And we're going to rock through some rock and metal news. I'm going to kick it right now. I'm going to kick it live. So uh, it's the last show of the year. And uh, it's time for some announcements. We always do the announcement of the announcement things. So uh, once again, we're just calling attention to this fundraiser for Sonia Ramos. She is a guitar luthier in Florida. She is battling stage four cancer. She's a huge metalhead. She makes guitars for the metal community. This show is dedicated to Sonia and her fight against cancer. There's a link in the description. We're going to keep it up there for a while while we try to help her. We kept the year of the knife donation link going for months and months. Uh, I don't know if you guys have paid attention to Year of the Knife since their horrible accident in June. Maddie is finally home from the hospital and they're back to rehearsing as a band. It's pretty much a miracle. I don't throw that word around, but uh, it's, uh, it's pretty damn miraculous. So I'm pretty stoked. I'm pretty stoked. Um, and definitely drop some questions and comments, and we will do our best to answer them. But yeah, this show goes out to Sonia, just for anybody asking. Uh, also, also some features this week. Obviously, you know, once again, I'm just calling attention late in the year that we have a newsletter. If you'd like to get it once a week, I know that some of our peers in the metal world email every day. And I remember when email was brand new and it was like miraculous, and now it's like, ugh crazy too much but uh if you want a once a week digest of our news and features sent right to you sign up at the link in our description we appreciate it we encourage it um res metal podcaster is here what's up res metal podcaster good to see you um i'm logged into a different account like i said we're doing instagram a little differently than we have in the past so i can't wave at all of you but i'll definitely engage and ask questions i'm actually logged in on my other phone as, on my celly as ghost cult keefe just for those who want to know uh, but I am watching the comments, and I will answer anything you ask. Uh, so we have a newsletter. We're uh, we're on Twitch. We're on all the socials right now. Um, I think the only one that's not seeing the full version of this is TikTok. But what's up, you TikTokers? Looks like there's a handful of you here. Good to see you metal TikTokers here. I appreciate y'all. It's just good to have you. So moving along. 
We're on Threads. We're on Blue Sky. And once again, we have a Discord and we have a Reddit. If you want to just skip all the social medias, you don't have time to watch this every week. You can just get a, a just get right to your phone, either in notifications or right, you know, check the feed a few times a day and see all our stories on either Discord or Reddit, including all our videos and all our feature interviews, which I think is pretty hot, pretty cool, pretty cool thing to have. Metal Punk Net is also here. It's good to see you, Metal Punk Net. What is up? Thanks for being here. All right, moving along, moving along. Austrian Death Machine, new song. Oh, word. I didn't see it. I've been had my head down all day at work. And then I did this. I did the just kind of put together the last of the deck for this show. So uh, SJS 11 Morbid on YouTube. Thank you. And I will indeed check out that new Austrian Death Machine. Get to the chopper. That's my Arnold impersonation. And basically a nutshell of every Austrian Death Machine song right there. Um Uh, much more comfortable than I was last week at that itchy, ugly holiday sweater I wore, but it was cool looking. Um, wearing my very comfy hat today, my sleep hat, which also matches the green, the ghost cold green. Um, we are doing our huge end of year listicles. We don't do listicles like every other website usually does, but we do them hard at the end of the year. So album of the year countdown, number one was Black Parade for us. Let us know in the comments who your number one album of 2023 in rock or metal was so we'd love to see some comments blow up on this tell me who your album was we have black braid that was voted on by our entire staff of ghost cult all over the world not my personal pick i had black braid in my top five also also we're doing some guest posts we did our countdown we've got some posts coming in from people in bands people in the music business friends of ours Brooklyn Miss is here, right on cue. Hello, Brooklyn Miss. Great to see you. Uh, hopefully now you're seeing the correct Instagram view, like our other streaming platforms, finally. Uh, so I think you're actually getting the whole deal now. If you're on Instagram, you're getting to see this entire deck. Only TikTok, unfortunately, is not getting to see the entire shebangabang. But hopefully soon, y'all, we'll talk to StreamYard about it. But uh, album of the year countdown guest posts, and our staff list started to go live. So we had two run. Mine's going to run soon. We also, we had a top death metal albums from one of our staffers. And uh, we also did uh, some of, our, like I said, our staff picks. Uh, Callum Reed, who's a great writer in the UK, as well as our beloved senior editor, Steve Tovey from the UK, gave their lists out. There's a bunch more coming, mine as well. There'll be some popping up on the gram. And on TikTok also, some little fun things on the socials. So that's all going on. There was some birthdays this week. Lars Ulrich and Metallica turned 60 years old. Uh, Guthrie Govin's birthday was this week. Andy Black's birthday from uh, Blackville Brides was this week. Uh, Jerry Gaskill, who is a medical miracle from King's X, his birthday was this week. So just, I think we're going to start calling out some... Uh, some birthdays this year uh, going forward on the show. Just whoever's got a birthday this week, we're going to shine it on. There's a few more, I think. Uh, of course, Scott Ian's birthday is New Year's Eve every year. So fun times, fun times. Yeah, and I agree with Black Braid in the top five. Oh, Uada, always great record. That's kind of more on the underrated side for me. I love that band, uh, but I think they ended up lower down on our list out of the 75. I think a handful of real crusty black metal heads voted for them. You know, it's kind of interesting. I was saying this a few weeks back when we announced the number one, typically because voting anything is a popularity contest, usually our number one is a more mainstream band. Last year was Machine Head, the year before Trivium, in the past Ghost, Gojira, Carcass, Behemoth, name bands, big bands. So for Black Braid to not only rank high enough to get the number one vote, but also win kind of going away is super impressive. A lot of our staff really had love for that record. I interviewed John of Black Braid, AKA Sagasawa. You can check that out here on the channel. I'll link it after the video's over. Really great interview. I don't think he's done that many interviews and he certainly hasn't talked a lot about his process as a art, like a musician. I think a lot of people folk, you know, and rightly so want are fascinated by the native element that John brings, but I really wanted to focus on the music. I think that's key, number one. Uh, but okay, 
Also, also, you know, today marks the eighth anniversary since the passing of Lemmy. No musician's death has affected me so much, except maybe Dimebag Daryl. Uh, but Lemmy, uh, you know, is with me my whole life. Motorhead is a band that punks, metalheads, that rockers of all stripes all agree on. And I, uh, I was very fortunate to see Motorhead a bunch of times. I photographed Motorhead when I was a concert photographer three times. This is a picture I shot of Lemmy at Mayhem Fest 2012. I was that close to him, literally five feet away. It was deafening. I was right in, uh, right in front of the Murder One amp at one point, and my ears were killing me after for hours. In this is at the festival with hearing protection. In uh, do I like Dark Throne? You have a raw black metal headband. I love Dark Throne. Uh, in my old apartment, I had a big Dark Throne poster that you used to be able to see from the camera angle. Uh, so I'm a huge uh, Dark Throne fan. That last record was terrific last year, and I believe they have a new record already done for next year. Um, huge fan of the black metals. Um, Big Zealand Order fan, Zephyr Swarm. I love Zealand Order. I've interviewed Manuel of Zealand Order also. Uh, Sleep, that's right, Rob. You know what's up. Uh, big Sleep fan here. Uh, yeah, I love, I, I was supposed to interview Lemmy and it got canceled. It was like a near miss, but I, I did interview Mickey D this year. So uh, everybody can go check that out also here on the channel. And I have interviewed Phil Campbell in the past and I will interview him again in the future. That's on the table. Um, I think the next round of interviews for Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons will be with one of his sons. Who his whole his kids are in his band with him, but a huge Motorhead fan. I think my ex is not on the stream, but I gave her my old Motorhead winter hat when I uh, she she ended up with that in the uh, split. So, uh, but you know we're on good terms, so I let her keep it. It's all good. Moving right along. Also, uh, you know, here's a picture of Ben Sevenfold shared this 14 years since Jimmy the Reb Sullivan passed away on, uh, you know, right after Christmas, he accidental overdose, really terrible. Uh, guy was a brilliant genius. Even if you don't like Event Sevenfold, that's fair. They're not for everybody. But, um, you know, what a what an immense, immense uh, drummer and a musician. He used to write a lot of their songs, piano, drums, guitar, bass, vocal harmonies. He was arranged all their stuff. And there really is no fan group as diehard. I know people will find this hard to believe. Avenged Sevenfold has some of the best fans I have ever met in my life. They are tremendous. And, uh, I, you know, Jimmy was, you know, there's no replacing him. But when they continued the band, the first album and tour after he passed was with his hero, Mike Portnoy of Dream Theater. Uh, Jimmy could play all that stuff, by the way. Uh, so, and uh, he also had a, a band that's kind of lived in the lore of their fan base, which is called Pinkly Smooth, which was like a very early Mr. Bungle type of band. Really fun stuff. Really fun stuff. So rest in peace, Jimmy. Also, also, uh, this is Jimmy Flynn, uh, one of the most famous hardcore show bookers in the Boston area for decades. And he died this week suddenly. Just so sad. I got to meet this guy a few times when I lived in Boston. I'm sure everybody that's watched this thing, uh, and uh, oh, Zephyr Swarm saying there's no higher authority. Thank you. Uh, that's really kind of you. Um, yeah. Um, thanks so much for your kind words, everybody. And uh, I appreciate it more. But Angel and Rings of Saturn, also good bands. I've interviewed both those bands. Uh, I will tell you that I used to uh, harsh on Rings of Saturn and call them Rings of Plays to Tapes because I caught them playing literally cheating at their shows so as great as they sound on record they can't really do it live it's a shame i have seen them play live a few times very underwhelming but uh yeah jimmy flynn man i met this guy i once complained him i uh, went to go see trapped under ice in a small club in boston and a show he booked and i got like punched in the back with brass knuckles that shit sucked and uh just randomly some rando walking through the crowd japping people and uh, I saw Jimmy, he's like, did you like the show? And I was like, well, I love the show, but I don't like getting randomly punched in the crowd. I wasn't near the pit. I wasn't getting crowd killed. I was in the back where my old ass belongs. 1197 Miss Joy is here. Hello. The Way Of is here. Bronson Arm Noise is here. What's up? What's up? Everybody on the gram. Uh, not just backing tracks, but like, okay, 
there are metalcore and deathcore bands that like they literally have a whole bed of the tracks playing riffs and they're just playing like a chord or they're just kind of pantomiming. And I'm not saying that Rings of Saturn can't play music. Of course they can play uh thank you sepsis it does suck. I hate getting punched. Uh <laughs> I literally stay out of the pit. Maybe I'll come out of mosh retirement. I said last week I might come out of mosh retirement for forbidden or violence, but I really am done with my moshing days, I'm too roly poly. Uh, I'm saying like they literally, they cheat, they cheat, their records are like, they slow down and then speed up, you know, they record slowed down, then they speed it up for the final record. Then they have to kind of go play it live. And uh, yeah, I don't want to get hurt, believe me. Um, and I don't, I'm not sure they can actually fully competently play the songs live. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be spicy and call them out. I'm just saying I've seen the band live several times and it seemed like they were struggling to play the music they made. So like nobody want, you know, people are like, you know, I know that like uh, Polyphia is one of the most popular bands right now because they're so impressive musically. But the reality is though they go out there and they can play everything they make. They show it live. Like it's a show and prove world. You got to be able to play. Uh, you're in a black metal group. You sound like black metal lyrically anti-satanic. That's cool. Uh, you know, uh, you know, music can be whatever you want it to be. You don't have to be satanic because it's black metal. You don't have to be bro punchy punchy because you're hardcore. You don't have to sing about pizza and high top kicks and Slayer. If you're a thrash band, you could do whatever you want as long as you're not hateful, harmful, or shitty. I think you're cool. We'll give you a shot. We, you know, we'll check you all out. But that's just my uh, Brandon Blankenship. I'm not trying to be a shithead. I'm just saying I've seen the band live several times and they didn't do it for me. And I felt like there was some, some chicanery going on, but anyway, rest in power, Jimmy Flynn. Um, I do remember, uh, here's a really cool tribute that was uh, made to Jimmy, by the way, from another website, but uh hardcore stadium was his booking agency. You'll see a lot of people in bands talking about him this week. I do need to try to keep it tight. Cause I seem to remember Instagram doesn't like the live streams for over an hour, but let's give it a shot. All right. Also, uh, just found out today, right before we went live here, um, this is Michael Gibbons Jr. from the documentary on his band, Leeway. He passed away yesterday, December 27th. Suddenly, young guy, pretty relatively young guy, instrumental on those early Leeway hardcore albums in 89 and 91. He's in a couple of other bands in the New York City area. He's always been a really good guest of Hardcore Podcast. He was recently on the New York Hardcore Chronicles. That's how we found out about it. Um, his band paid, the couple of websites paid tribute to him. And just uh, Metal Cypher is here. Just uh, sad that there's these late in the year passings. I had a couple of relatives die around Christmas holidays and December holidays, and it's really even more difficult. Uh, and then, yeah, just a pop culture thing, man. This is uh, uh, Dick's mother's, man. Um, this mother's brothers, not really my generation, but right before me and brilliant comedians and really smart satirists. And uh, Dick and Tom's mothers, this mother's brothers were iconic American comedians and they also could play music, by the way. So just uh, just real interesting. Rest in power. Uh, and also, uh, uh, hopefully I don't butcher this, uh, Imbageni Nemegma was a, a, a musician, a composer, and a playwright who wrote the original musicals to Serafina and did some of the choreography on other, on like The Lion King on Broadway and died in a car crash, uh, which is very super sad. I, uh, Serafina was um, uh, very... Um, instrumental Broadway musical, bringing musicals, a lot of Broadway musicals. I come from musical theater background beside a heavy metal background. And uh, Serafina was not only a really important political piece as a musical in terms of spreading the word against apartheid, which is wrong whenever it happens in any country, by the way, but really important to bring musicals into the modern age. It was one of the first modern musicals that really hit with people. And it's kind of a, uh, you know, not a lost art form, but it's a intrinsically American art form. And so I'm just very sad to hear about this passing. Shout out to my dude, Mike, for uh, letting us know he passed. Thank you, FUBU. OJC Picks is here, my partner in crime at Ghost Cult. What's up, sir? 
Uh, all right, moving along, just kind of a light week on the feature content for us beside the tribute to Lemmy. Here is the band Stomach from Chicago. You might know them as better known as members of the band uh, Weekend Nachos. I interviewed John Hoffman of Weekend Nachos, who also has the band Stomach. Their debut album, Parasite, is out now. And it's a really cool talk with John about being a singing drummer in extreme metal. Uh, obviously, Weekend Nachos is kind of like a power violence hardcore band. But, um, you know, Stomach is more like a droney, sludgy doom band. Uh, like, a, like, a do like a really gnarly, not quite doom metal like Stoner Doom, but like a really extreme oppressive band. And they're starting to do live shows. They did a live record release party for this Parasite record. This is on the very cool label Hibernation release. And you can still buy it from them. So check it out. Also, also, once again, testing the details. This popped up on our podcast this week, last podcast of the year beside this show that I believe maybe we'll do a couple of live streams. That is Omar in the flesh showing up on the stream, Brooklyn Miss. That is right. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Hard to ever find this dude to talk to him. Uh, no worries, Pearson Ken. Appreciate you. Happy New Year, sir. Thank you for all your support. Thanks for being on that Kiss Roundtable with me. We're going to do more of that, I think, in 2024 if you're game. I'm game. And everybody give Pearson metal nyc a follow i appreciate it uh but yeah tess in the details one of the best punk records of this year i did go to see i interviewed tess so not only is that here on youtube it's also now a podcast if you'd rather go listen over there great pop punk and emo band i got to see that record release show it was insane they covered maniac from flash dance as a punk song and for some reason it just works um and so, yeah, the new stream is finally up, Omar. It did work. I did figure out how to do it. I got some technical support. Uh, only TikTok doesn't have it now. Yep, Weekend Nachos not only rips Rob on TikTok, they're back. They're doing some reunion shows, and I think they have some booked next year. I don't think they're going to come back ever as a full-time band, but I'm super pumped that they did come back. Uh, love the power violence and hardcore stuff, except when I get punched, as I talked about earlier, getting punched in the back. I trapped under ice sucked. Okay, so check out our podcast. The show will be a podcast. I was also recently, once again, a guest on the Heavy Business Podcast from C-Square Marketing. Super cool. Really appreciate being there. If you got a band, we gave you a roadmap for your band for 2024. Help me help you. Check out this podcast and take note of our five-point plan. I think actually we gave a bonus point, so six-point plan on how to actually help your band tackle next year. If you have a release coming out, if you don't have a release coming out, if you want to play shows, if you're just getting started, this is what you want to do. Here's a new podcast. Speaking of C-squared music marketing, Metal Council is a brand new podcast. I just want to shine a quick light on them and I may share a couple on the site. They launched an occasional podcast unrelated to C-squared, but it's pretty cool. Uh, Curtis Dewar, my homie, and Sophia Fraz of the band Exiled Hope, who's got some killer sort of like power metal and black metal. Uh, Sophia is also a lawyer in training. So this podcast has a law angle, like legal issues that may face your band. So this is going to be very important going forward in the future as people try not to get screwed. Um, it is awesome, Rob. I agree. And thank you for being here. And thank you for the comments. I appreciate you. All right. And again, Ghost Cult Magazine podcast, always a thing. And because I don't have enough to do, the Glacially Musical podcast is a thing. Uh, beer, metal, and swearing. Oops. Beer, metal, and swearing. We continue our series on DRI. And DRI Till You Die, we did, uh, this is actually the old one. I think we did Four of a Kind. So Four of a Kind this week. Crossover was last week. Next week, last one. All right. Moving right along, once again, uh, if you're we're having an end-of-year advertising sale here at Ghost Cult, check out our website and see what options we have. You can also sponsor videos on our YouTube for a small fee. And also, if you need bigger reach than just the direct approach, we are also part of the Lamgoat Media Empire. And so um, I think it's pretty, pretty cool. I'm going to move this a little bit on the layout there so you can all see it a little better. There we go. And uh, yeah, that's better. And um, yeah, Lambgoat Media, our friends at lambgoat.net or .com, whatever it is. I forget. Which one is it? It's lambgoat.com. Sorry. 
And uh, yeah, we're part of their big media network with No Echo and Metal Insider and a bunch of other sites. So definitely check them out if you want a big advertising platform. Uh, yep, yep. That's coming up in our uh, Vidal and the Shadowy Figures. Uh, we'll talk about if it's fraud or not. Uh, I don't know if you're from America, Vidal, but we I'll explain that whole story. That's literally one of our first stories in about 10 minutes or less on the show. If you hang out, probably less. All right. Also, once again, time to bring attention to our affiliate partners at Sticker Mule. Sticker Mule's bread and butter is custom stickers. If you have a band, a brand, a store, a label, something, you need stickers from Sticker Mule. And if you sign up with our link in the description, you get $10 off your first order and we get $10 off our next order. So we got orders coming in soon. So super pumped. Sticker Mule also just started launching posters. They do magnets, keychains, tchotchkes, all these little things. Coasters. Look at this awesome. Ghost Cult Coaster, I just happen to have one handy this week. Buttons, everything you can think of. Get your merch game on track with Sticker Mule. We're fans. And uh, we don't use anything. We don't actually, we don't rep anybody. We don't actually use. When we were partners with Liquid Death, we drank Liquid Death all the time. They sent us some cases, but I love with Liquid Death. I love the products. I love saving the environment. And uh, yeah, Sticker Mule, we use it. We actually use the stuff. So just throwing that out there. All right. Just uh, throwing this out here, uh, speaking Omar's here, we posted this on our gram and it exploded. Everyone has a one canceled concert they can't get over. So if you have a concert you were supposed to see that was canceled, drop a comment and let us know what it is. But also we have these posts are on our socials also you can check them out. But I just thought this is inherently interesting. Uh, a lot of interesting responses. My personal story is uh, I was supposed to go see Faith No More and Faith No More, Helmet and Limp Biscuit the night my mom passed away super shitty, but it happens to everybody. It wasn't canceled. I had to cancel, but if you've got a story like that, share it in the comments. We'd love to see your stories. Okay. Now the news rundown. It's time for the metal festivals. Here we go. There's not that many this week, but we're going to blast through them. Here we go. All right. Alcatraz festival. We've been talking about this already has booked a ton of more bands added a monomarth as one of the headliners, just crazy looking, amazing insane metal festival uh, a couple of new ones that were announced this is a pretty good one this is the this is the uh planet desert rock festival stoner doom and sludge over in las vegas really cool really cool we might try to get to cover this we're gonna ask you can always ask uh, Space Slug, Brimp York, Trio, Fatso Jetson, Freedom Hawk. I love that band. Scorpion Child. They've been quiet for a while, so maybe they got a new record. Spiral Arms, somehow playing gigs. I haven't heard from them in forever. Peacemaker and Black Elephant and a bunch of others. So very, very cool. Very cool. Planet Rock Fest. Under Oath is going to be one of the very first headliners announced for Furnace Fest 2024, the final Furnace Fest. Uh, yep, Omar had to cancel Nightwish at Lemoore because her mom passed away. I will never forget that. Never caught that lineup, I know. Uh, Tarja got let go slash quit, not sure. Um, yeah, I'm very sorry, brother. That was a rough one. And, uh, yep, you, you, you and I can relate on that one, right? We have the same thing. Also joining under oath at Furnace Fest, Poison the Well doing a special, they're doing anniversary shows and special album playthroughs next year. Shy Halud and Stretch Armstrong, first four bands announced. I believe we're going to get a whole bunch more bands announced right after the new year. Okay. Once again, just a reminder, Punk Rock Bowling has dropped its full lineup, Madness. Devo, Descendants, Gogo Bordello, Billy Bragg, Rocket from the Crypt, The Chats, Gorilla Biscuits, and Quicksand, Walter, Trifles, I love you. I got to hug Walter and Sammy, and uh, it was pretty insane uh, at Riot Fest. I hope to get to see them again sometime. Uh, also, again, Brutal Assault added all these new bands. Uh, it's usually about 160 to 180 bands that play in a fortress in Czech Republic. Um, just insane, just insane, of a, a, a war fortress. Also, also speaking in Czech Republic, obscene, a, a extreme fest will celebrate 25 years. Look at this lineup. This is crazy town. Uh, 
Autopsy, Immolation, Wolf Brigade. I uh, can't read most of these crazy logos, but like it's just uh, obscene and extreme are the correct words. Just gory, grotesque death metal bands. Uh, Battlefield Tritonov in Czech Republic. Not sure where that is there, but sounds pretty cool. They're within a few weeks of each other. Brutal assaults. Devo, bro. I saw Devo on my birthday a couple of years ago, and they were so good. They were so good. I forgot how many of these songs I knew from my childhood. They played basically a greatest hit set for two hours. This is they're on their farewell tour. So these are the final dates, I believe, in the next year of the band. Uh, so Devo still around. And uh, your Josh Freeze of Foo Fighters is the drummer for Devo. Uh, not sure if he's still going to be able to be the drummer for Devo since he's so busy with Foo Fighters. Also, also New England Metal and Hardcore Fest is coming back in September, although they haven't announced the lineup yet. I expect that to be soon. They have teamed up with Nuclear Blast, one of the sponsors of the festival, to give away weekend passes. So head over to either New England Metal and Hardcore Fest online or Nuclear Blast socials and see how you can enter. Oh, if I like Devo, check you out. That's awesome. I'm into it. I love Devo so much. Also, also coming up this spring, a festival we might cover, Viva Las Vegas is a rockabilly festival that takes place in Las Vegas the right before Sick New World. Uh, so I'm not going to cover it, but one of our guys is interested in going. Uh, shout out to Wayne Edwards, who did a phenomenal job this year covering all the things, festivals and other shows in the Midwest for Ghost Cult. And uh, maybe we'll overlap and hang out. Handfest is the festival uh, launched by Random Hand, a 20-year, long-time running uh, alternative rock punk band from the UK. And they are going to play two sets. Uh, punctuation matters. Random Hand, two sets. Random Hand. But uh, they're going to announce their full lineup soon, but very cool. Very cool when a band has like a longevity and they can put together their own show or their own festival. I think it's neat. I think it's pretty neat. Also, that was all the festivals. Time for some concerts and one-off shows. Let's do this. Concert tours, concerts, shows, etc. cetera. Uh, this is New Year's Eve. The Nashville Big Bash is uh, taking place, and they booked Leonard Skinner for a free show in downtown Nashville. Also, Ellie King, Thomas Rhett, Lainey Wilson, and more. Hashtag Nashville NYE. Uh, really interesting news from Skinner. I think there was a, a, go, a comment on one of our interviews about Skinner today and ricky medlock has been doing a lot of press to promote this show and you know with gary rossington sadly dying earlier this year there really is no original member left in skinner and a lot of people are mad about who is a uh, an original you know what can a band exist without original members or there's only one member left i don't know if i want to support this but you know skinner they have they have some longtime members and and ricky was the founding drummer of the band. Then he left to go do Black Oak, Arkansas and join other bands. Then he came back on guitar. Um, so he certainly has been there. He's not a, you know, he wasn't a founder, but he was there from the very beginning. First few albums, Tom's fake fun is here on Instagram. Just talking about Skinner, just uh, curious to see everybody's thoughts. If a band should or can continue if they don't have all the members anymore. Uh, again, we're getting to the age where a lot of people, we just r rattled off a list of people that passed away at the top of the show. Um, you know, we're losing a lot of people of a certain generation. The classic rock generation is aging up and, and passing away. So I'm sad about it. But, you know, Skinner, I don't care for them now. I love the classic early stuff. I would not go personally go see Leonard Skinner on purpose, directly go see them. But like if they were at a festival I was at, I guess I would check them out. Okay. Also, also, KISS, if you want to see the KISS Avatar show, you're going to have to wait till 2027. They are not going to have one single KISS Avatar show until 2027. We did the big roundtable at the end of the farewell tour, the final tour dates for KISS. We'll see if that means they will never play again. But they announced that they're going to live on as avatars and they're going to play maybe every day, everywhere in the world at once. I feel like it's going to be kind of like a planetarium show, less like a hologram. Gene Simmons said Gene Simmons said that uh, they're going to continue to work on the technology until it's perfect. I don't know. Um, Pags is here. What is up, Pags? Happy holidays. Pags, my dude, is here on Instagram. 
another ghost cultist. Great to see you, Pags. You know it's the weekly Rock and Metal News show. Good. I hope to run into you maybe at one of those shows in January or February, whenever those get rescheduled. We were talking about Skid Row or something. Uh, but yeah, Kiss Avatars, no shows until 2027. Will anyone care by then? I don't know. Whatever Kiss does in the future in retirement, you know what the one thing they can do, they will make money. <laughs> I think I could wait even longer for that, Vidal. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm not interested. I did see the Dio hologram. Actually, Omar might be still here in the chat. And we covered the Dio hologram show together. And I actually didn't think it was terrible. It needed work, but it wasn't bad. I like the idea on paper. I like the idea. And the audience seemed to really love it. Will they feel the same way about Kiss or some scab Kiss on stage while Kiss holograms rock out and do the three guitar guy thing? I don't think so. But all right. Converge has booked a bunch of South American tour dates. I do believe we're getting a new Converge album next year. I did see them recently, and they were phenomenal. Uh, always a big Converge fan. I first saw Converge back in a VFW in Salem, Mass. at the start of the century when they were starting out. And I would like to interview Kurt Ballou someday. I've interviewed Jacob Bannon on our podcast, one of the very early podcasts, uh, ABBA Hologram Show. Overseas, yeah, I know you would go. Uh, well, I think you would go see it. Uh, nothing burger, exactly. I agree, Pags. Uh, Omar definitely is a is a simp for ABBA and will go see them. I will not. I'm all set. Uh, some other. We still have speaking of oldsters. Dead boys are doing additional reunion tour dates in 2024. This is a show pop a small run of shows popping up with the Plim Souls and Richard Lloyd of Television. Dead Boys, a band I have never seen that I would kind of like to, one of the original punk bands and and almost a, a hardcore punk band, actually. One of the first hardcore bands. So very cool. Uh, Black Flag, speaking again of hardcore, is doing a My War 40th anniversary tour kicking off right around California in a week. Uh, you might know that they have been active again. Basically, just Greg Ginn is on guitar with other members, including Mike Vallely, the former superstar skateboarder. Uh, he is the lead vocalist. Uh, Black Flag was his hero. Rollins is his hero. And uh, I don't know. I'm tempted to go. I've seen a version of Black Flag. I've also seen Off and Flag. And, you know, I was always surprised that Rollins never did uh, any Black Flag songs. It was kind of like Danzig not doing Misfits songs that often very rarely. So I was always surprised that Rollins never just should have just took the black flag music with him to do it in part of his Rollins band show. Um, I think that would have been cool, but he was not into it. Also, also, uh, this is pretty interesting. This is coming up in February. Omar, you might want to go check this out. This is going to be Cypher at the Brooklyn Meadows with Locked in a Vacancy. Got an interview coming up with those guys probably in the middle of January or later, but I uh, just interviewed those folks. They have a brand new EP out. Cypher is a crushing hardcore band, so it's going to be a lot of bodies on the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor at the Meadows in Brooklyn. Also, also, Max Sabbath and the Darts have announced a West Coast tour not coming anywhere near me. Uh, if you like your parody of Black Sabbath with McDonald's and this as a side. Also, also, this is already quickly selling out. Life of Agony has, is doing sort of this really cool up, cl up close and unplugged tour of Europe where they're going to do watch a screening of their documentary, The Sound of Scars. Then they're going to play an unplugged set, and then they're going to do a Q&A. I think that's the correct order. There's VIPs, there's meet and greets, and it's just Mina Caputo, Alan Robert, and Joey Z. No drummer, no Veronica, but um, this is on the books for a handful of dates in February. Don't miss it. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't want to talk about it, Omar. Anyway, Frozen Soul has booked a cool tour of Europe with Creeping Death, Phobophilic, and Foreseen. Uh, you could not get four killer modern death metal bands to play together like you could these. Uh, Frozen Soul is blowing up, blowing up lately. They're also going to be opening that Amon and Marth Cannibal Corpse tour. Holy cow. 
Also, also, Cataclysm is closing in on their 2024 European tour dates. The uh, Europe vs. Goliath, the Goliath album is out now on Nuclear Blast, Cataclysm, Flesh God Apocalypse, and more. This is a killer lineup, and Flesh God is so good. I saw them live last year. They were so good. Uh, Sylvain is an artist we were supposed to catch at the end of 22, and the show got canceled because of covid uh, Morpheus got COVID. Sylvain was here in America for her first tour opening. We gave tickets away to that tour for Sylvain and uh, still yet to interview Sylvain, but a big fan. She's doing her first shows of Italy ever coming up soon. So I think that's also cool. Cool, 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 cool. We have like 15 people watching. Thank you, everybody, for being here. I am so stoked. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thanks for being here. Uh, this is pretty cool. Freya, which is the hardcore band with members of Earth Crisis, has announced a tour with Rig Time. Freya put a new record out recently, I believe, on Century Media Records. Rig Time is on Upstate Records, great hardcore label from Albany. Shout out to Upstate Records, big fans here. We've covered a lot of their bands and a lot of their stuff. Also, also, just shout out to Grave Huffer as part of this big metal show, a uh, big fucking show. In, in Missouri, Morgue Riot presents a ton of bands, including Grave Huffer, who put a new music video out today. Depart from So Much Evil was their record from earlier this year. One of my favorites, Stoner Doom and Psychedelic Rock releases of the year. Thundersteel Mag is here. Hi, Thundersteel. Good to see you. Welcome, welcome. We're doing our rock and metal show. We're just running down some concerts and stuff. I'm going to try to speed this along. Gorod has announced a big tour with Half, Wormhole, and Exist. Very sick. Punk Rock Karaoke has announced some East Coast shows. This is a super group of legendary punks doing covers. Um, kind of like a me first and a gimme gimme. Randy Bradbury of Pennywise. Greg Heston of Circle Jerks, who I met as an absolute sweetheart. Stan Lee of the Dickies. And Darren Pfeffier of, or Pfeiffer, sorry, of Goldfinger. They start some shows in early January. Moving right along, Apes of State has booked some shows with Doom Scroll. Very cool. Uh, Days and Days is a cool band. It's kind of like a folk punk band. They have booked a tour. We know about Enslaved's Fall Bard. Uh, these shows are going to sell out. Don't miss them if you want to see them in Europe. I wish this tour would come to America. Truck Fighter is a cool band we interviewed once from Sweden. Super duper stoner rock band. We interviewed them in Brooklyn a while back before the plague times. They have booked a spring tour. They have a new album coming out. Prolific and great band. That is the Truck Fighters. I didn't get my Truck Fighters uh, trucker hat out somewhere. All right, that's all the tours and the festivals. No real cancellations to mention. Here we go with the big news of the week. And here's your story, Vidal. So. A lot of Slipknot news, a lot of weirdness going on in Slipknot camp. Um, I don't love to get super-duper political here, but we're going to for a second a little. And that is, so Slipknot, Korn, Post Malone, Nickelback, Smashing Pumpkins, all these bands, also Metallica, Tool, Soulfly, they were all given these loans. During the uh, pandemic, there was these PPP loans given by the U.S. government, which was to support small businesses to keep their payroll going during the shutdown of everything, especially the music industry where there was no touring. So this was voted on, passed, allowed. This is something people wanted. I have no problem with that. Uh, you know, a lot of these bands like Metallica employs like thousands of people and yeah, they're rich and they make the most money of anybody in the world. Slipknot makes the most money of any band in the world almost in metal. Um, so all these bands, it was known that they got loans, but now there was a report by the uh, politician Rand Paul. I'm not a fan. That's a jackass, actually. But he does an annual Festivus report, the airing of the grievings, where he talks about pork, overspenditure by any party, his, others, whatever, Repo you know, whoever. Technically, I think he's a libertarian. By the way, Kentucky takes the second most money off the government as a welfare state, basically. They take they take the most money, the second most money. They add very little jobs to the economy, no government jobs. They give very little back. So he was calling out some of these bands that took these loans, and we don't know whether they paid them back or not. It was optional to pay them back or not. Forgiveness was built in. Uh, 
Let's get first in. First Dean is here. What's up? Thanks for being here. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm cool about the loans themselves. Just the thing that wasn't known was the dollar amounts, I think were shocking to fans. So this is one of the biggest stories we had this week. Uh, Slipknot was given over 9 million, $9.7 million for the band and an additional million dollars as not fest as a touring entity. Uh, smashing pumpkins got $8 million. Corn got over $5 million. Post Malone got $10 million. Again, I, I can under like Post Malone is like Taylor Swift. He's so popular and he makes so much money and he also has a huge touring crew. So like, I appreciate that they were able to keep those people, you know, able to eat and pay rent because if a touring person can't go to get on tour, uh, yeah, most bands were on unemployment. I think we know the story about Soulfly where Max and Gloria you know, like every band that's big at a certain level has an, inc they're incorporated like an LLC or a corporation. And so I think the story with Soulfly was Rizzo ended up quitting Soulfly during the, after the pandemic, because he felt like they should have took care of him. And they were like, well, you should have took your own loan out as Mark Rizzo. We just took care of Soulfly. So I know it was bad feelings. I'm curious to know everybody else's thoughts on this. Personally, I have no problem with the loans and I have no problems with whether they paid them back or not, especially if forgiveness was built into this loan. I'm just curious about these amounts are enormous and what everybody else thinks about that. That's all. Drop a comment. Everybody else, if you care to comment. I just thought it was interesting. The amounts are very high, I feel. Um, we don't know the amount for Metallica. We didn't know the amount for Tool. I think Tool took just a million dollars to pay their crew and, and they kept, you know, and like even before this thing, Ozzy, for the couple of years that he kept canceling and rebooking his tours, Ozzy kept paying his crew just to stay off the road and paid them, which I think is wonderful. So I'm not against, again, giving money. This is not a handout. This is helping an unprecedented crisis. But I just think it's, yeah, a lot of people were on unemployment or couldn't get unemployment, Omar, if you remember. So anyway, big Slipknot news this week. Also, also here's if you want to freeze the video and and look at this little graphic here from Rand Paul, you know, Rand Paul, eh, you know, whatever, bro. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, Vidal, over on YouTube, that's, that's that story. Also, also speaking of Slipknot, uh, Corey Taylor thinks, what does Corey Taylor think? He thinks that Stone Sour is probably not coming back because he has irreconcilable differences with one or some of the members. Josh Rand, it's probably you. Neither has made, uh, a beef publicly naming the other, but you can kind of tell it's probably them. Jim Root was having some issues with Stone Sour for a while and had left the band. So Corey would rather do his solo career and he does Stone Sour songs live. But I think it's just sad that they can't put their differences behind them. Just kind of a bummer. Also, also, this is Paramore. Speaking of another humongous story this week, uh, you know, not typically a band we talk about. Paramore's... This is why comeback album on Atlantic Records was in our top 75 albums of the year countdown as voted on by our staff. I did not enjoy this album. Uh, did not enjoy this album. We're up to 20 viewers. So cool. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Appreciate you. Please make sure you like and sub if you like what you're watching and hearing and you like our content, our website, our socials, yada, yada, yada. We appreciate you. But yeah, Paramore uh, just mysteriously out of nowhere this week deleted their website. Uh, blanked all their socials, scratched them all, except maybe one post on Facebook that was wishing their guitar player, Taylor, a happy birthday. And it's pretty mysterious. Now, they gave an interview a few weeks ago to Uproxx. I didn't know they even did interviews. I thought they were just kind of like a spammy website of listicles. But they gave an interview to Uproxx, and they were like, you know, a contract is ending with Atlantic Records, which is what happened. And, you know, the future's uncertain. We'll probably stay together, but I don't know. They do have shows on the books for 2024, including a mini tour, additional tour dates with uh, Taylor Swift, who they opened for a lot this year. Uh, Dillinger Compound, what is up? We talked about Dillinger the last few weeks for those Dillinger shows. Good to see you here, Dillinger Compound. I uh, don't know if I'm getting to New York for those Dillinger shows, but I'm very excited about the prospect of them doing them and maybe some more stuff. 
So, uh, yeah, Paramore, who knows what the F is going on with them? Maybe they're going to take another hiatus. Maybe they're going to continue do some sporadic touring. I know, you know, it's probable that the website was run by the record label and provided and hosted by the record label. It's probable that the record label had their own social media expert that handled the socials for the band. So I have a gut feeling that that's what this is. The band is going to relaunch all new socials and a new website that's their own and do something, you know, with do their own thing with it. But just very interesting. All right. Blasting through the rest of the stories. Another big week for Metallica. Uh, they finally started to share some videos from their groundbreaking appearance at Soundstorm Festival in Saudi Arabia, the second metal band ever after Cryptopsy. Pretty funny. Metallica announced they would be the first band ever to play Saudi Arabia, and then Cryptopsy beat them to it. But Metallica's dropped some videos. Their marching band contest is closing. Go vote now. And... James Hetfield gave some updates about 2024, how he's feeling. Uh, let's talk about Judiciary and upcoming power violence band Scalp. Yo, awesome. I was just talking about Weekend Nachos because I interviewed John for his band Stomach. I love Judiciary. Uh, killer killer freaking band. We've covered them quite a bit. And Scalp, I need to check out some more. I've heard just a couple songs, but I'm into it. I love to see them. Uh, Judiciary is amazing. I saw them uh, twice in 20. 22 and not i didn't we've covered them in 23 but i didn't personally see them so i would love to oh metallica ozzy we just drop through the big names and then get into progressively underground names ozzy is doing the osborne's podcast with sharon and jack and kelly and he, in the new episode this week he said that he was still gonna try to play some gigs he feels like if he can get his health together, he's going to try to come back and do some gigs. I just don't know. I love the guy. He just turned 75. I don't know if he's ever coming back to play shows, but he swears he's going to try. Also, also, did you know that Cannibal Corpse had a cold brew and coffees? Uh, they have teamed up. They have released a sort of holiday cold brew package they got a limited line of their beheaded brewing cold brew in cans you can pre-order them now you can order them now um i think it's fun uh coffee the next frontier the next beer is coffee for bands maybe they're gonna uh, there's already a lot of bands that do coffees and there's catfight coffee by ac slade so a lot of bands have coffees and beers and whiskeys and everything super seven toys you know we love those guys i got super seven all right behind me and Funko's all right behind me, but Super 7 has released My Chemical Romance reaction figures. Those dropped today. I already got a notice that they were almost sold out, so if you want them, you better go get them for you My Chem fans. Uh, and apparently, we're going to get a My Chem new album next year. We'll see. They've been hinting at it. I hope so. Also, also, Mono has dropped their second ever Christmas EP, Heaven, Volume 2, dropped on Christmas Day. I listened to it. It's beautiful. Definitely make you want to cry. Fans of Mono, uh, just the legendary 30-plus years as a band. Incredible post-rock, mostly instrumental post-rock. Great band. Also, also, this is Pantheist, which normally does like a sludgy doom. They did a live performance with a pipe organ in a church and they are putting out a new EP in the spring and some of that church performance will end up on the EP and they dropped a new single. Very cool stuff. Very cool band. Here is Darko US. There's many bands called Darko. Dan Flynn 187 is here. What's up, Dan? No, 187 on an undercover cop. Darko US is a deathcore band. has got former members of uh, Chelsea Grin, and they dropped a new single that kind of reminded me of Ender Shikari. It was like a little industrial, danceable deathcore. Very cool stuff. Also, also, this is End It. End It was blowing up in the last couple of years as one of the modern, new, hardcore bands from the U.S., uh, probably Dillinger Compound would like these guys too. And they played over in Iceland and Iceland Air lost one of their guitars and offered them a paltry $400 as a replacement for like a $1,000 guitar. So shitty. So shitty. Sad to hear that happen. Uh, looking for a new record from those guys, I think. A new EP or a new album in this year, 2024. 
Here is Bong Coffin, Adelaide, Australia's Bong Coffin, the killer band. They just uh, so cool, so just epic doom metal. And they put out a Christmas covers album, uh, not just for Christmas, but in time for Christmas, right after Christmas Day. And it had covers of Melvin's and Led Zeppelin and the, like a sludge doom cover of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. I'm kind of sick of Mariah Carey. Her coffin is closed. She goes back in the genie bottle for another year. But uh, what a fun cover, like really gnarly, grotesque cover of Mariah Carey. Perfect. No notes. Uh, once again, last week we premiered the supergroup, the first single and video from Mario Lolly and the Rubber Snake Charmers. Uh, that is now fully out. Their EP Folklore from Other Desert Cities is coming soon on Heavy Psych Sounds, and we helped share that single and video. You can go check it out now on their YouTube or our website. Here's a cool picture of the band. You might recognize members of Caius, Yawning Man. Mario is from Yawning Man. Uh, just so cool. Supergroup. Some supergroups are not super. Deicide has dropped a brand new song on Christmas Day. Bury the cross with your Christ. It is groovy and heavy as hell. So good. So good. Deicide new album coming soon. We'll get the full details, I believe, very soon. Uh, thanks for Metal Injection for this mashup picture. Uh, Sleep Token, one of the most hyped band of the year. Some people say overhyped. Take Me to Eden was their amazing album. And they came out with some new masks at the end of the year after their big headline show in the UK, which their singer Vessel lost his voice and the crowd had to sing mostly. And um, they got these new masks done by a really cool, creative, talented person. I'm not trying to harsh that person. Um, I want to get their names correctly. Uh, I'm sure I have it handy, but anyway... Oh, here, yeah, there's Sleep Token, the Sleep Tokens mask designers, Lonnie Hernandez David, who has done a lot of stuff. And people are saying that these masks look like mushroom head masks. And here's a picture side by side. Thanks, Metal Injection or Metal Sucks. I think it was Injection. My dude Craig over Greg over at uh over at Injection did this picture, maybe, of Mushroom Head and Sleep Token. Let me know in the comments if you think these pictures look alike. Dillinger Botch. Co-headlining show. Well, I would love to see that because I missed the Botch farewell tour. I did see Botch once back in the day. I, I, and you're talking about Dillinger with uh, Dimitri. I really don't know if they're going to do a whole tour. I think one show or Furnace Fest is possible or, you know, this is hardcore, entirely possible. But I don't think – I just don't see, like, Dillinger with Dimitri doing a full tour. And I think if they do, it's kind of a – walk back on their farewell stuff from a while back, which I was at two of those three shows. Just my personal, just my personal. I don't really want to see them come back completely, but that's just me. Almost done here, Vajarta, the band that made Thrall and Gent a thing, basically Meshuggahcore, dropped a brand new single on Christmas Day, Crystal Fagal, which is Crystal Angel. That's one word. Killer song. I believe they have a new record. Coming next year also. So this is the time of the year when a lot of new records and tours get announced. And this is Amigo the Devil and his band. I don't know what's going on with this Ren Fair photo shoot, but I'm here for it, whatever it is. Uh, I think it's very cool. Uh, Amigo the Devil is dropping a new single very soon, probably first week of January. New album coming in the spring, late winter. So very exciting time. Hopefully we will talk with Amigo once again. And then just so we love to drop this meme in, we're almost at the end of the show. When you love death metal, but also kittens are your weakness. So, you know, Skeletor is always a good time for a Skeletor meme. We didn't officially do a New Music Friday post this week, but there are a few albums coming out tomorrow for the final New Music Friday of the year. This is Dominum, which is kind of a power metal-y band on Napalm Records. I have my list here. Here's just a quick list of albums coming out tomorrow. Blood Runner self-titled album, The Death Spell self-titled album, Dominum, Hey Living People. Uh, SB Cult, who's a writer for uh, another blog I know of, Vampire Trap on Syrup Muse, Syrup Moose Records, SB Cult's uh, solo black metal artist. Everdead Wood, Impious Change on the FIDA label, Fall of Gnosis, Death Like Illusion EP on the Vargeist label, excellent label, Haunter, Incantations Through Black Magic, also on FIDA. 
Head East, full circle on Cleopatra Records. Shout out to Cleopatra Records and congratulations to Cleopatra Records on getting elected to the Metal Hall of Fame. Lord of the Lost, also on Napalm's record. Weapons of Mass Destruction, a very fun covers album, kind of power metal covers. Uh, Misanthropic Torment, Indigenous Lands, interesting. And finally, Suicide Circle, Bukaki of Souls. Uh, yo, Joey Diabolic is here. Hey, Joey, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. And I do want to tell you, I do have your Christmas card here somewhere, and I greatly appreciated you sending it out to me. It was really kind of you. Beautiful job. Beautiful job, pal. I have it here somewhere on the pile of Christmas cards. Thank you so much, Joey. Good to see you here on YouTube. I'm almost done with the show. That is all the new music coming out. Now it's time to just, the mailbag is here, and then I end the show. So almost almost at an hour. Hopefully you Insta people are not getting cut off. But uh, time for the mailbag. This was one of the fun, big stories of 2024. I wanted to end with something, you know, you can kind of see it over my shoulder if you're watching on anywhere but TikTok, but I'm going to hold it up. Uh, was not a reunion. We were we were kind of psyched, deep faked out that Palms, the post-metal supergroup featuring three-quarters of the members of Isis, the band, and Chino Moreno of Deftones, an incredible combination. It was the 10th anniversary of their debut EP, and they put this thing out, and they put out it put it out on vinyl on Ipecac Recordings with a brand new song, um, which is opening titles and end credits. So it's got a new track listing. It's got this giant, beautiful gatefold. And, uh, you know, really cool. There's lyrics printed on the inside of the gatefold. I don't normally love... This is actually a double album, uh, uh, four sides, two uh, vinyl LPs. So um, Merry Christmas to you too, Joey. Thank you. I uh, Yeah, this is really incredible. And... Uh, Got this back in the spring. I think it was delivered over the summer. And so it did come with a unflattering angle here. It uh, did come with this very neat download card. Uh, you don't always get a download card anymore with your vinyl purchases. It's on a very nice printed stock, by the way, with the palms. Might even be a sticker. I'm not sure. But it's kind of cool. Got the download card. I mean, uh, with especially essential to have the new tracks. Fantastic album, man. I really love Isis the band, and obviously everybody knows what a freak I am for Deftones and Crosses and anything else Chino is doing. So I really love this album. And on top of the beautiful vinyl gatefold, it came with these beautiful translucent pink vinyls. So check this out. This is just I'm gonna try to show it in a flattering angle here, so you guys can see it on the streamers. Um, there we go. Other, other, your other left, Keefe. There we go. There we go. Look at how nice that is. Beautiful. Um, very, very cool. So that is the mailbag. That is the final mailbag of the year. That is the final live stream of the year. Thank you so much for being here at the Rock and Metal New Show, The Weekly Ritual. I am Keefe from Ghost Cult Mag. Um, personally owned merch tour maybe you can go by genres uh you know maybe uh i'm gonna do more i had planned i'm gonna do much more podcasting and live streaming in 2024 and vinyl will play a big factor in it obviously you can all subscribe and check out the glacially musical podcast um i'm having a problem with my wire oj that's why i didn't i have a a really cool super seven thing to unbox that i need my angle for and i only have the one wire that works with that um the griot uh webcam that i have been using so i gotta just kind of work it out but uh, yeah i'll get the angle right maybe for next week i'm just having a problem with that wire i don't know if i need to replace it or not yet all right uh we'll download your album for free at shadowyfigures.org vidal and the shadowy figures especially if it sounds like devo i'm gonna be into it and maybe joey diabolic would be into it um so yeah i'm gonna do some more streams and some more unboxings and things and i think i'm gonna do a column by the weekend of my favorite reissues and vinyl packaging of the year i might make them separate things so i just need to kind of pick through my collection pull my things out organize it and do it uh could do it into uh I could do it into a thing. Well, I'll let you know if I need the cable. I'll let you know. Uh, but anyway, um, that's our show. Thanks for being here. Hopefully the IG seems like it's still working. I was told over an hour it doesn't like it but uh, for StreamYard. But thanks for being here all year. I really appreciate you. And, uh, you know, it's been a fun journey this year. We'll be right back next week with another one of these. 
and every week that we can, whenever I can. We only did one of them on tape. We only missed a couple the whole year, which I think is considering everything monumental. Thanks for being a part of this. All of you who are here today, it was really a real treat to talk to all of you. And uh, have a great new year. Be safe. Please don't drink and drive. And I will see you next year. As we always say at this juncture of the show, it's a tough time in the year. It's been a tough year. It's been a very tough year. So please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and stay as metal as humanly possible. I'm Ghost Cold Keefe at ghostcoldmag.com. We're out.